It's Thursday, February 25th. I'm Rudy. Time for a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah! What's happening, everybody? I'm Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. On the show today, I'll talk a little bit about Adam Sandler and one of the most iconic movies of all time that he might actually be bringing back. Uh, Also, tell you a little bit about my own personal life and Steve Nash. I cannot get enough of this story. Did a little bit of diving into it yesterday. Uh, We talked about this earlier this week. Steve Nash, NBA great, amazing career. Uh, Basically perfected the no-look pass. That dude was a master with the ball on the court. Uh, in 2010, him and his wife, while giving birth to their third daughter, uh, got a little bit of a surprise when his daughter came out, a, uh, a different shade of skin than Steve or his wife. So uh, the next day, Steve went down to the courthouse, decided to uh, file divorce papers. I had never heard this story. I asked other guys that are really into sports and NBA especially, did you know this story? And, and some of them were like um, blown away after I, I sent the, the news article to them. And there were a few other guys that were like, wow, uh, how did you not know about this? I, I, I don't know what it was, but for some reason, I guess maybe just because he was like such a straight shooter, the guy was probably the nicest guy in the locker room. Uh, and also just a massive talent. I mean, how many times that guy make it to an all-star game? And every time that they'd have him on the on the the uh, you know being courtside, being interviewed, it would always be, oh, you know, just happy to be here. You know, it's great that I'm here. You know, hang out with my friends and my fans and uh, some other some of the my other teammates. But that dude was like never a showboater. He wasn't like a dick to be in the locker room. You know, he was just a nice guy. So the fact that this went on, I don't know. Last night I was just. I was having a moment. I did a little bit of digging, and as I was reading it, it was as if, I don't know, inspiration struck. I thought the only way maybe I can get out my emotions for Steve would be through song. Alejandra, you know that I love you. If you're not around, my heart gets ripped. As my wife, and we've made a third baby, we've made a new life, and I'm seeing her crown. There's no turning back, this beautiful baby. But why is she black? What the? F- I also had another thought about this whole situation. That kid's probably 11 or 12. And I know it'll probably be difficult as an adult later. When you're a baby, you don't know what's going on. But, like, right now you're in that sweet spot, kid. Enjoy it while you can. Because you have a Hispanic mom. You have African-American dad. So your cool factor goes through the roof on both of those. And then Steve Nash, quite possibly the coolest white guy on the planet, isn't going to just let you go by the wayside. Uh-uh. Steve Nash is going to be a cool guy. Steve Nash is going to be super stepdad. I don't know if you, I guess, 
what would that? I guess it would, it would just be your half sibling's dad, right? Because they're divorced. I believe Steve moved on from what I read in, in all these articles. So that kid's got it set up, man. You basically got three parents, all of which are pretty much the coolest people on the planet. Enjoy it while you can, kid. Some of us just get born to drug addicts and neglectful parents. Not saying that mine are. I'm just saying <laughs> some of us don't get, you know, a good shake of the dice like Steve Nash, black dad, Hispanic mom. Dude, that is the trifecta. Enjoy it while you can. Uh, some uh, personal news. Um, you know, might as well just throw it out there. Uh, girlfriend broke up with me the other night uh, before you get, you know, the the awes going. It's, it's fine. I get it. I'm a difficult guy to date. Single parenthood is the absolute worst. You can't date anybody with kids because they already have a life. Their highway is set in one direction, and it basically runs parallel with yours. And trying to get those two highways to intersect is damn near impossible. You also can't date anybody without kids because... It's not their fault. They're not selfish. They just don't have any other responsibilities other than themselves. And I get that you probably don't want to take on somebody else's kids, especially at the age of my daughter's at. At 13? Dude, if you were like 38 and you have zero going on outside of your own life, why would you ever want to deal with somebody else's 13-year-old? I get it. I totally get it. It was fine, you know. I don't know. It's, it's kind of nice when you go through a breakup and you're a little bit older. I like that you sort of have this, eh, we'll be okay. Everything will work out. You know, do you love that person? Absolutely. Do you wish that they would feel differently about you? For sure. Are you going to sit around and mope about it and pine over the fact that this person did not reciprocate those feelings? Eh, when you're young, yeah. Because when you're young, you don't realize that uh, everything's going to be just fine. You go through a bunch of hardship, you go through some breakups, and you just kind of, okay, all right, yeah, moving on. Take care. You wish the, the best for those people. Somebody breaks your heart, you don't get angry at them when you're 40. You can despise them when you're 23. You know, and it wasn't like this was a, uh, you know, somebody cheated or somebody stepped out one night or, you know, had a, you know, intimate relationship, even though it was never physical with somebody else. It was just like, hey, you're busy. I'm busy. This just ain't working right now. So anyway, take care. Off you go. Did get a new bit out of it, though, which uh, as I was writing it the other day, because anytime something like this happens, you know, getting fired from work, uh, a breakup. These are like great moments to sit down and learn about not only yourself, but just about the world around you. And uh, I was sitting down writing and it dawned on me, like kind of down the avenue that this whole stand-up bit was going, oh, this is totally 100% something that happened. And I had kind of just stuck it in the recesses of my mind and didn't realize it, but when I was living in Wisconsin, I had dated somebody and uh, you know, on my old Nokia phone, uh, I got the text message and basically they were like, Hey, listen, um, I'm really sorry. You're a very nice guy. I, 
I'm glad that we've had the last couple of months to, you know, um, enjoy each other's company. And I hope that eventually we can, you know, see each other out in a bar and it's not going to get weird. That's what I was looking for. Um, And I went, okay, great. And as I was just like reading it, this text message that said, I'm sorry, this just isn't going to work. I thought, man, that is the worst text message you could possibly receive from somebody. Until... Until I read the next text message, which read, oops, wrong person. (laughs) And then uh, they proceeded to like, you know, shoot me back a text saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You weren't supposed to find out like this. I wanted to talk with you about it. Uh, I have been dating somebody else, but uh, it just, it wasn't going well. and, And you're the person that I want to be with. And I now realize that. So... Hopefully you can forgive me. And I had texted my ex-girlfriend back and said, absolutely, I get it. Like sometimes I'm a difficult person to be around. And if I was a good partner, you wouldn't have sought out, you know, validation and love elsewhere. So yes, I forgive you. And yes, we can work it out. And then I immediately text her back, oops, wrong person. Not putting up with that. Off I go. So, yeah, so uh, I haven't really told, uh, I don't know, family or anybody yet. And it's not like it was a huge deal, man. Like, we had never really met anybody's families. Um, So, you know, it's not like we're trying to, like, split up a house in custody of children or anything like that. It's just, yeah, it just sometimes these things don't work out. It sucks when you're 40, though. It, It really does to have to, like, start at ground zero again. Which I guess, I don't know, if you think about it, maybe it's not ground zero. Maybe it's just, you know... Uh, you're starting a new relationship with all of these experiences and all of this wisdom and some of these things that, you know, you'll take into your next relationship so that you can possibly get to that point when somebody tells you, hey, I don't want to see you anymore. You can also just go, okay, all right, we're done. Sounds good. Take care. Off you go. Will your heart be broken? Yeah. Will it last as long as it did when you were 23? Absolutely not. That is a good place to be in life. Things get broken. You just keep moving. Somebody tells you it's time to hit the road. You just keep moving. It's going to be fine. You're going to be all right. You know, that's why alcohol sales are up like 4,000% over the last year. You just drink it away. It's all going to be okay. Enjoy it while you can. And if not, don't worry about it, because there's always an Adam Sandler movie that can pull you out of it. Did anybody else hear this? I didn't. I wasn't sure if this was like a, a goof or if somebody was like, "No, absolutely, this is. Oh yes, this is definitely going to happen." So, um, on the 25th anniversary of Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler went out to a driving range, actually just a golf course, I believe, set up a camera and hit the ball. Just like Happy did. And he was like, hey, 25th anniversary, ha, ha, ha. He kind of takes a, a swipe at Shooter McGavin, played by uh, Christopher McDonald. Christopher McDonald then gets on social media and is like, ah, ha, 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 you know, oh, Happy. And they kind of have this nice little back and forth. And it, it really brought you back to Happy Gilmore and how great that movie is. I just showed it to my daughter about six months ago. We've watched it like four times since then. And... Man, that movie is just everything about it's perfect. It's it's a perfect movie. 
I don't know if you could get any better in the comedy department. So uh, the other day, Christopher McDonald and Adam Sandler, I believe, were doing, why can't I think of it? The Dan Patrick Show. There we go. And uh, they came out and said, yeah, we would definitely be open to the possibility of a Happy Gilmore 2. Has not been discussed, but it certainly has been discussed on the internet. Believe me, that senior tour idea, it would be so amazing. I am double in. Yes, <laughs> I would love to do it. Everybody's been screaming for it. Like Adam said, it would be a complete blast. The senior tour with us too. Oh my God. Oh, Shooter and Happy back together again. You got to get Julie Bowen, right? I don't know if Grandma's still alive. I imagine she's probably passed. But if she's not, and plus they can just like CGI that stuff, man. I mean, they're doing it nowadays. Christ, you watch an entire Star Wars movie with a CGI'd character that was just built from a computer, and everybody thought that the guy was like, wow, that dude's still alive? Old school. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, listen, the Adam Sandler of yesteryear is gone. I don't know if you saw Hobie Halloween, but that movie, like, we got 10 minutes into it, and my, I looked at my daughter, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. And she said, this is garbage. And plus, the, the Adam Sandler of yesteryear could go back and do all those amazing films. Uh, not only the the Billy Madisons, the Happy Gilmores, but man, that guy could also do Rain Over Me. Please, if you haven't seen Rain Over Me or Fifty First Dates, both of which are incredible. Spanglish? Spanglish is so good! Why is he not doing more of that, man? I don't need growing ups or growing ups too. I get you want to hang out with your buddies and make a film. Use it as a tax write-off to go to Hawaii for three weeks. But dude, this, this is something we can all get behind. Happy and Shooter, Senior Tour, Julie Bowen back in the mix. She's not doing anything. Modern Family is not on the air. They're not making new episodes. Come on. This is the perfect time. Man. Get Will Sasso back as the mover. Will Sasso, great great, uh, great calves, right? Superbly bald head. Amazing calves. Huge hands. Man, that dude, that dude could palm a globe if he wanted to. Look up Will Sasso's hands. <laughs> I am I am just intrigued by that guy. Uh, but anyway, uh, so tomorrow, uh, last show for the week. It'll be the first week of a long walk to Cleveland. Hopefully after next week, I did bring this up yesterday, that we are going to start uh, kind of implementing more of the interview process. You know, we're going to chat with people who have taken that long walk to Cleveland. They've sunken their life into something only to get to the end of it and realize this was not what we signed up for. So hopefully uh, that element to this whole podcast will start uh, maybe next week, possibly the week after. But it's slowly but surely kind of getting the ball rolling a little bit. Um, you know, between uh, Eric Allen, who's going to be co-hosting that portion of the uh, the podcast with me, you know, he's got a few sticks in the fire right now. So hopefully next week we kind of get this thing going. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of the day. This has been a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.